Want to talk to you guys today about a very special book, Own the Day, Own Your Life by our CEO, Aubrey Marcus. It is an excellent book. We ran an incredible podcast on it. If you haven't heard about it on the On It podcast, please listen to that one. But really, it's just a how-to. It's the ultimate how-to. There's a lot of self-help books. There's a lot of diet books. There's a lot of exercise books out there, and they'll teach you a wealth of things, but they don't teach you how to put it all together. Own the Day teaches you how to live a perfect 24-hour cycle. And once you can accomplish that, you can repeat that through every day to change your life and have a dramatic impact on how you move throughout the day, how you think, how you feel, how you stay hydrated, everything top to bottom. There's no stone unturned. Talks about how to get the most out of your sex life. There's just, there's just really nothing left on the table once you read this book. It's an incredible top to bottom piece on really how to get the most out of life, which is truly the mission here at On It. How can I live each day a little bit better than I did the past? And I think that Own the Day really accomplishes that. So we want you guys to check out that book over at ownthedaybook.com. We're doing pre-orders right now and we'll continue to make sales through Amazon and all these wonderful places you can order your books at. Aubrey's also done it on Audible, so if you're a huge fan of Audible the way I am, you can pre-order the book there as well. Ownthedaybook.com. All right, everybody, it's that time again. It is the annual On It World Open, the 2018 Jiu-Jitsu Tournament of the Year, and it's going to be held at Paleo FX. Here's a cool fact. If you buy entry into the On It World Open, you get a free ticket to Paleo FX, which is an amazing conference. It's going to be from April 27th through the 29th at the Palmer Event Center in Austin, Texas. We've included gi and no-gi divisions for kids, women, men, masters, and seniors. Advanced division winners will earn a spot at the Ana Invitational. All it takes is willing to get choked, and you get a free ticket into Paleo FX. If you're in Austin, register now at 10, that's 10patx.com. Yo, 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 on it podcast, and we've got an excellent guest, Michelle Norris. Michelle is the head leader, CEO, and founder of Paleo FX. Paleo FX is a health and wellness conference that's held every year here in Austin, Texas, and it hosts some of the greatest influencers and thinkers in health and wellness. It's not just paleo, it has everything to do with health and wellness. Uh, guys like Rob Wolf, who we've had on the show, Aaron Alexander, Mark Sisson, uh, truly the list goes on and on. Dr. David Perlmutter, Dr. Michael Ruscio, people that I've, I've been fascinated with and blown away with. Um, a lot of people with, with great books out that I've read that have influenced my course uh, of direction when it comes to health and wellness, as well as great movement practitioners. Uh, our buddy Mike Salemi does a kettlebell clinic there. Uh, Paul Check will be speaking and, and talking about the last four doctors you'll ever need, along with a host. I think he has four lectures. So you know, that, that guy could do an entire seminar, uh, three-day seminar just to himself easily. Uh, but man, so many great thinkers that come to this place. So we dive into what was the course of action to create this? What was the reason behind it? What was the seed that they planted in wanting to come to that? We also dive quite a bit into ayahuasca, which has been uh, an immense tool and um, transformative piece in my life, as well as Aubrey Marcus's. And most definitely with Michelle Norris and her husband, Keith. So excellent discussion here. I know you guys are going to love it. Check out the podcast. On a podcast, we've got Michelle Norris, the head and founder of Paleo FX with us. Thank you so much for having me here. That, that was quite interesting. <laughs> I love it. We get the, we get the clap and, we, and it's on. And I looked at the, I looked at the hourglass and, and our one hour timer is going. My man, Ryan Giles has a set. We're locked and loaded. Cool. We're jumping right in. So let's 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 start from the beginning, you know. And 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 first, let me say uh, a big thank you to you. A lot of gratitude for you because I had. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff on this podcast, but I had um, this feeling. I was doing my own podcast, living in Vegas for a short while, and I had this calling to go to Paleo FX, and it's a place I'd always wanted to go. But ticket prices were high, not for Paleo FX, but for just to get out there, right? <clears throat> and so I had done an ayahuasca ceremony and I asked in ceremony, should I go to Paleo FX? And, and, you know, a lot of the great speakers that you have there, like Rob Wolf and Mark Sisson, like I've read all their books, you know, so whatever they're going to say on stage, I've probably downloaded more than that from the years they put into their, into their work, you know? And so I thought, well, if I'm not going to learn that, what's the reason to go? And it was like, you have to go because you're going to meet people. It's the connections. Mm-hmm. 
And so, of course, after that ceremony, I looked, prices were cut in half to fly out. My buddies at Mind Pump were like, hey, dude, if you're going to go to Paleo FX, just stay with us. We're going to get giant Airbnbs. You can be dude on the couch or have your own room and we'll take you everywhere. They, they fed me the whole time. Like it just, it worked out perfectly. And then of course at Paleo FX, I meet Aubrey Marcus. We share a flight home to Vegas and spend the entire time talking about health and wellness and diet, nutrition, plant medicines, all the cool shit. Yeah. And here I am working it on it now. That's awesome. So thank you. <laughs> of course. Well, we're, um, you know, that's the thing about Paleo FX. Um, yeah, you can hear a lot of what they're going to say in some of their other stuff online and podcasts and, you know, just different things that they do in Facebook lives, the whole nine yards, but there's nothing quite like being there in person. It's just completely different. The energy getting to actually go up and meet, you know, people are going to get a chance to meet you this year. Um, they have, they listen to you every week. They, they, um, are changed by the things that you say, um, you know, Aubrey's changed lives, Rob's changed lives, Mark's changed lives, all of these people changed lives. But the really cool thing is to get to go up and say, hey, you've changed my life and this is how you've done it. And I've been following you or I've been listening to you for however long. That's just the coolest part of the whole thing is that interaction and community. And, you know, you can't get that. Um, you can't get that through a blog or even a podcast or any of that stuff. It's it's the live event that's just electric and it's fun and, and, uh, just being around like-minded people who get, you know, what, you know, you aren't the weird person out at this event. You're, <laughs> you are the norm. Uh -huh. And so it's really cool. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot to that. And just speaking of the energy of the event, like I've been to, I've worked bodybuilding trade shows and Mr. Olympia and stuff like that when I had, you know, bodybuilding sponsors and whatever. And it's funny because it's the whole place stink like farts. Everyone's mm -hmm. drinking protein shakes with artificial flavors and nasty yeah. stuff and give me, give me, give me what's the free thing that I can get, you know, and it's kind of this free for, it's like black Friday almost, yeah. you know, and then you go to paleo effects and they have vital farms and the, and the best, the best bone broths and kombucha. And it's all, it's like this hippie organic Mecca. Mm -hmm. And it's so rad because everything they have there is just the highest quality ingredients. Mm -hmm. And it's the best thing to put in your body. And it's the stuff you read about, but maybe you haven't tried. And then you get to try it right there, you know, yeah. and it's just, it's insane. Yeah. It's it like, is. I'm a kid in a candy store there, you know, like <laughs> it is, you. it is insane. <laughs> I hear you. I always <clears throat> feel like I don't have enough time to get on the floor. <laughs> That's <laughs> my biggest complaint about pale effects is I don't end up with enough time to get on the floor and actually go see all the new stuff and try all the new stuff. And so it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I was super pumped to be there. So let's talk. Like, how did you, your husband, Keith is big time in strength and conditioning, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And he is a guy that many people have pointed me towards. I've been following him online for years. Mm -hmm. Um, how'd you come up with paleo effects? What made you want to bring this gathering to where you have this really what's become the Mecca of health and wellness and everyone that I've learned through over the last 10 years, that's guided me in my, in my message and my approach to personal, how I've healed my body and grown as a person, but also in the message and wisdom that I deliver to people through the podcast. It's all in one place. What, what, what wanted, what made you want to make that come to fruition? Well, um, we were, we attended the first, an, um, and annual, it was the inaugural ancestral health symposium. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's decidedly academic. It's a, it's kind of our sister symposium, but it's definitely an academic symposium, lots of science. And the thing is, is that, you know, Keith and I geek out on the science, you geek out on the science, you know, a lot of the leaders, um, in this space geek out on the science, but at the end of the day, you have clients and we have clients at our gyms and they just want to know what do I put in my mouth and when do I do that? And what do I lift or do I run or do I, what, what do I do physically to, and when do I do that? Um, they just want to know the X's and O's. They don't want to know all the behind the scenes stuff. They, they're happy the science exists, but they don't really care about it. Um, and so it, we needed a, a, a practice. We needed the theory and they're the theory and we're the practice. In fact, our name originally started out pillow FX theory to practice. And, um, and that's really what it is, is we realized when we were on the runway at LAX, when we were flying home to, um, that, that I just was like, you know, that was great. But at the end of the day, people need to know how to do this. They don't, the science doesn't impress a lot of people. They're just like, okay, it just confuses them. 
So um, we started talking about it and we got home and we decided this was in August of 2011. And by October, we had decided we were going to put on Paleo FX and we launched Paleo FX on March 14th. So our anniversary was just uh, last week. Um, it actually happens to be Keith and I's personal uh, wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> so nice. Easy to remember. Business on her, yeah. <laughs> I was said, I think Keith secretly wanted that so he'd remember. But anyway, we, um, <laughs> so we launched it on our anniversary and, uh, it's just been, it was a crazy ride. We did it during South by the first year, which was the biggest mistake ever. <laughs> and we will never, ever make that mistake again. But, um, we thought that it was a good idea and that we could kind of like piggyback on some of the stuff that was happening in South mm -hmm. by. And plus, of course, the college kids were out of school for spring break. So we thought we would be able to get some of them as volunteers and be able to attend and stuff like that. It just was, it was fundamentally a success from the beginning, but it, financially it was a disaster the first year. And so we went into debt and we actually laughed that the only reason Paleo FX2 <laughs> came out, it was so we could get our money back on the first one. <laughs> um, and then, you know, every year we're like, we're not going to do this again. But now we've, we just realize how much it, a difference it makes in the entire movement. So that was really it. We saw a need and we filled it. Yeah, you guys have sourced so many of the great thinkers. It's it's nuts to me because I didn't see them all as as dominoes. I didn't see the connection until Paleo FX, and I was like, shit, everyone, every book that I've written on, I could go through the books, Grain Brain, Brain Maker, Dr. David Perlmutter, uh, Dr. Grace Liu, Dr. Uh, Michael Ruscio, guests that I've had on the podcast, all gut health specialists, mm -hmm. all at Paleo FX. Mm -hmm. you know, and then you go down, Mark Sisson and Rob Wolf, guys that I've just went deep, super deep into their work, both speaking here, you know, and then, and from there, there's many, many more. How did you guys source? Did you have, do you have people gravitate towards you or did you guys really just have a, a general knowledge of who has having an impact in this world? Well, we had relationships with a lot of these people. Um, so we <clears throat> built relationships and really, honestly, Rob, we, we lovingly tease him that it's his, partially his fault. And also he, so he's partially to blame and he's also, um, we're also very indebted to him. And because, um, when Rob decided to get on board was when everybody else started, okay, okay, we're going to check this out if Rob's doing it. Um, and so we, like I said, we lovingly tease him that he's kind of at fault for it, but at the same time, we're just super grateful to him, um, that he trusted us and he wanted to see what we were going to do. And, um, we, like I said, we just had relationships with him and Art Devaney and um, several of the big speakers, and it was it kind of went from there. And so we just, you know, reached out to the ones we knew, and then we've had over the years we keep being introduced to new speakers and stuff. And then yeah, now we have speakers that reach out to us, and um, we had 427 submissions for this year, which is insane. It's an insane number of submissions. And, um, and it's, it's tough to go through that many, but we, um, but yeah, that's, but that's the power of being on one of our stages. Yeah. So, so how many, how many out of the 427 will actually get to speak? About 89, 90. Ooh, I'm somewhere. so privileged. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. About 89, 90. Um, and actually we plan on taking that number down even further next year. Um, but we are just, um, we're just very blessed and in the movement is very blessed to have such incredible thought leaders in the space that are, um, willing to give their time to this. And, um, also that just have such a great heart for it and really, um, want to help as many people as they can. And, you know, we have become a platform company for that and that's what we do and that's what we're best at. And so. Yeah, it's been yeah, really I'm super cool. pumped. We were talking about it before the podcast that we've got two people that have been just instrumental in in helping me to think differently about all things, and that's Paul Check, mm -hmm. who's going to be a speaker this year for the first time, and Dr. Joseph Mercola. Yes, and uh, I've had Paul on the show already, and I'm talking to my buddy Aaron Alexander, who's also does movement practices at Paleo FX. Um, he's got the Align podcast. Has been the first two-time guest on the on it show since since i took over 
and uh, he'll be setting up an interview with Dr. Justin Mercola. So I'm oh, very super cool for that. Oh, yeah, lots of good awesome. stuff. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, um, love Aaron. He's sweetheart. <laughs> He's spent uh, quite a bit of time here in in Austin. We've gotten to have dinner with him when he's been in town outside of Paleo Effects, which is nice because you know a lot of times we don't get to to spend a lot of time with the speakers when we're at the event because we're just crazy. But um, anyway, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's the only guy when I walk around, when I walked around with him at Paleo FX where I no longer felt weird because I was next to him. Yeah. Oh, he, I know. He's, he will out weird you <laughs> no matter what. Like it drops into that. He's, he's, you know, he's an inch taller than me. He's got a great build and he'll drop into a squat where he's like an inch off the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you do that? But he'll just, people will, you know, they'll be walking around and be like, oh my God, I didn't see you. Sorry. Yeah. And they'll have to walk because he'll be like, you know, ass to ground yeah. in his squat, opening up his body, just constantly working yeah. on his instrument, you know, yeah. just tuning his body yeah. like no one else. He's he's a beautiful human. Oh yeah. No, I crack up because I always, um, I liken him to like a monkey that has to move all the time. He's always, Constantly. he's always doing his arms and legs and you're just like, I just like crack up because it's, um, it's awesome. Yeah. Anytime he passes a tree, he'll hang on the tree. Oh yeah. yeah. Like he can't just fucking walk by a regular tree. <laughs> Let me hang on this for a minute and open up my body. Yeah. There's something to that though. Oh yeah. It's really special to see that and it's an inspiring mm-hmm. yeah and he's one of many right you oh, have yeah. we have leaders in gut health leaders mm-hmm. in movement leaders in kettlebells mm-hmm. leaders in diet nutrition leaders in the keto space mm-hmm. yeah it's it's uh it's fantastic yeah we run from everything from sustainability to spirituality to mindset to entrepreneurship um it's not a diet conference mm-hmm. i mean it's not just about the diet because the diet's just a tiny little piece um, when you start thinking about what a paleo lifestyle looks like, the paleo lifestyle is all encompassing. It's, you know, what do you do um, in your spare time? How, what are you? It's not just the toxins. We're not just removing the toxins that we have in our food, but we're removing the toxins that we put on our bodies, that we use in our houses, or toxic thoughts, toxic people. Those are all part of this is um, eliminating all of that so that you actually have a very holistically healthy well-rounded life and and ultimately happiness yeah our, our ancestors didn't watch reality tv so <laughs> that's yes. just out it's that's out, right. right yeah i totally agree with you there yeah there's so much to that when we when it's it's easy to get narrow in our focus and really dive into things and i think at different stages in our life we do focus on one thing because that becomes a priority and that's okay but ultimately it has to be global it has to be global for ourselves, global for our family, our communities, and then the entire earth and beyond. It's just how we approach this thing from something that is sustainable for the way that we live, the way that we treat others, and the way the world works. Yeah, that's amazing. So what got you into plant medicines, which is one of my <laughs> absolute favorite topics, and it's definitely something that's changed my life. Um, actually, um, I have Whitney to thank for that. Really? Whitney Miller. Uh-huh. Um, so she was training with Keith um when she was doing um competing, when mm-hmm. she was real heavy in her competing. And um when she went to Peru her first time and came back, Keith noticed she was a completely different person and was like, Okay, there's some he had been interested in it and had been we had been talking about it for a while and um, but he was like, man, you need to see Whitney. She's like totally different. And he was like, there's definitely something to it. And um, so we really did start looking into it uh, much more seriously. And then um, we were able to um, go do plant medicine out, out actually in the Redwoods. Our very first time we did dieta and um, it was amazing and uh, completely life-changing, and it's part of my life for good. Um, I can't say enough about what it's done for me. I um, really had a very difficult time, um, and this is actually something that I'm working on. It's part of um, my new project that's going to be um, launched soon, is that you know, being a woman, being a CEO um, is can be really tough, and the problem with with the way that we operate, particularly women in leadership, we operate in a very masculine way. Um, we tend to try to mimic what we believe men do, and um, we work um, 
the way that we work and everything is we see ourselves in this man's world instead of creating our woman's world. And so what happens is we mimic masculinity in a false way. It's not authentic to who we are. And so it's that age old, you know, uh, well, if a, if a man did it, he'd be called assertive, but if I do it, I'm called a bitch. Mm. And the thing is, is that it's because we are not authentic to that, what we think, how we think that men operate. And we don't, we don't operate like you do. So, um, when we do it, it's false. And so that's why we get called a bitch or whatever, because we're trying to be assertive and demanding because we think that's how men operate. And that's not really how men operate. Y'all are completely different. When you come to a boardroom or a table or something, you're going to come and you're going to come in your power and you're going to, you know, stand for what you believe in and everything. But at the end of the day, if the guy across the table is a friend of yours, you're going to concede where you need to concede and you're going to, and you're going to, it's, it's a fine dance that men do when they're doing this. The problem is when women want to assert power, when they're around men, they tend to be iron fisted. And that's how I was. Mm. I was very iron fisted. And instead of coming in and listening to it was, um, I'm the CEO, it's my way and that's it. Mm. And there was no, I didn't have any capacity for flexibility when it came to what I decided was what we were doing. And I realized that that was, first of all, getting in my own way. Uh, My company wasn't going to grow that way and nobody was going to want to continue to work for me. And the thing is, is I had been in positions of leadership and managed lots of teams and very large teams or whatever, and I had never operated like that in the the positions that I was in. But what I realized was, when I was actually the one completely in control and wrote the check, that's where I started doing that. And I think that we just are, it's a big disservice to women for us to operate that way. And so um, I've just been really working on that for the last couple of years, especially through the plant medicine and really understanding how to, how to operate from my feminine power and that I'm a lot more powerful in my feminine power than when I'm trying to mimic what I think a man would do in my place and so um, it's just completely changed my life. So at some point, I need to tell Whitney, thank you. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really ultimately Whitney that got us really super interested in going. And it was funny because when we were getting ready to go, Keith some m- misunderstood and thought there was only one position available for this um, retreat. And he was like, well, Michelle needs this. <laughs> and she can take it. And I was like, I kind of laughed about that a little bit later, but it was true. I really needed to, I really needed to, um, go and just really get my mind set right. And what's really interesting is that every time I sit, I learn something really new uh, about myself and about my journey here and why I'm here and what, what's my purpose and all of that. And it's just been incredible. Yeah. That's funny that Keith sent you because when I when I discovered it, I talked to my wife and she was like, you go. I don't want to puke. I don't want to shit my pants. You know, like I'm, <laughs> It doesn't sound interesting. I'm good with psilocybin yeah. and traditional Tama's call and things yeah. like that. And and uh, and then, of course, I went and I couldn't I couldn't talk to people about my experience without just opening the floodgates yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. Like even just going through the visions that I had and what they meant to me. I would just break down and cry every mm-hmm. time. Like it was just like a whole part of me was ripped wide open. Mm-hmm. And so she, of course she could not only see that, but feel mm-hmm. how important that was to me. And then she was like, all right, I'm in for the next one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, she's been a part of uh, 12 ceremonies with me and that's awesome. And that's really helped us grow together. Mm-hmm. You know, I think without that, um, the personal growth that I've had in, in knowing I can release what no longer serves me from mm-hmm. alcohol, bad food. Like I don't reward myself with shit food anymore. Yeah. That's a big one, right? Yeah. How many people do that? Like they lose a certain amount of weight and then it's like, okay, now I can eat this bad, this bad thing that'll destroy me from the inside. And right. And then thanks to guys like Perlmutter, we see it's not just going to put on five pounds. It's going to fuck up your neurochemistry. It's yeah, going to yeah. make you think worse. It's going to make you more emotional. Like there's all these things that go into, into our food. It's truly either poison or it's medicine, you know? Agreed. And so many downloads. Yeah. Uh, along the way for both of us. And then, of course, uh, in a relationship, mm-hmm. what a great tool to have to be able to have um, new perspective and to see each other and to really open up communication in a way that I didn't think was possible before that. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, 
Keith and I have done about 52 ceremonies together. I have 61 under my belt, but he's he's a little bit behind me. I went to a few retreats by myself, which was really, really great. Um, but yeah, he it, it has been really incredible for our relationship and how we both approach everything. I, you know, it's interesting you on this plane, when we're here, when you haven't gone and done that, everything I feel like you there were still moments in time, even though I really worked hard and did a lot of self-development before I ever did Aya, was this um, victim mentality about things that happened. And, you know, and you, and I would um, still find, even through all different forms of self-development, that I would still go back to that mindset at times. Well, this happened, what, you know, uh, and it's all of that. And it's like, I finally realized through Aya that it just happens. There's no, there was no real reason that I, there was nothing I did wrong or it was nothing, you know, it was all of these things. And it was like, why did this happen to me? I'm a good person and blah, 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 blah. Well, it's, you know, I started realizing how much when you have to go through a struggle, that's where you change. That's where you become a better person. And, and that it's actually through those struggles that I was able to grow and you, you know, you, that's where you grow. And so I finally really realized that through the medicine and, um, and it didn't seem like any other type of self-development was ever going to probably get that completely through to me. Yeah. It's, it happens in your own personal experience, right? Mm -hmm. And it's this, it's the idea that there's gratitude for everything. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I always, I use, I like using the analogy, like, if I walked into the gym and used just a barbell every day, I would reach a point where I'm not going to get any stronger. Mm -hmm. Like I have to add more weight as a new stressor or I have to change up the dynamics with speed or some other form to create new stress so I get new growth and new development. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of life is we always have challenges where there's, <laughs> there's no lack of challenges and stressors. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really how we view those. But looking back on everything... And certainly when we go into uh, an altered state of consciousness through plant mm -hmm. medicine, we can look back on that with appreciation for all of it because it's easy to see how those stressful times in our lives equated to better living and some outcome that we really do desire. And we really needed those things as catalysts for change. I completely agree. And, you know, it's interesting too is that I am happy with where I am and who I am now. And I wouldn't be that person if I hadn't gone through a lot of the things. You know, I'm um, not sure if you're aware, but our daughter was killed almost nine years ago. In mm. May, it'll be nine years. And, you know, there was a, a, a part of that where I was just like, you know, why her? Why, you know, all the questions of why? And then I finally got to a point of, release on that and, and a place of peace and understanding that um she had served her time here and she um had moved on and it was and it was kind of a humbling thing to think she was not three she was killed three days before her 23rd birthday and a week before her college graduation she was a music and worship ministry major and um she's also a lot of the reason why paleo effects exists because we wanted to carry on her legacy because she had changed so many lives in such a short period of time. But, but what was really interesting is to look and realize, damn, her work was done so fast. She was, she already had gotten to a point where, um, her work was done and she was being rewarded. And, um, I, I'm humbled by that. And I have a lot of peace around her death and, um, feel her presence all the time. I've, you know, gotten to talk to her during ceremonies many times mm -hmm. and, um, sing with her. And, uh, she was a beautiful musician and a beautiful singer, gifted, very, very gifted. And so it, um, yeah, super humbling and realizing, you know what? I, um, I, I find beauty in the ashes and, um, and that the beauty from what happened to her is that Paleo FX exists now and and uh we're uh we're very blessed and I I feel like I'm the person that I am because I had to go through that. Yeah. That's incredible perspective. I think a big shift for people too in 
whatever, however you want to word it, a breakthrough dose or a heroic dose, as Terrence McKenna would say, is a, is a, a total shift in how we view death. You know, and, and again, like you can read about this in books, you can read about it in ancient texts and, and religion and spirituality, but until you really understand it for yourself and embody that and know I'm not my body, mm-hmm. there's something here that will live on past my body. Mm-hmm. Like that understanding is a, is a giant shift in the way we look at things moving forward and knowing that everything on this plane is transitory. Mm-hmm. and everything's changing like the only constant is change right? right but to experience that and to be okay with that there's a different level of of allowing and comfort in in the knowing that it's okay that it's changing it's okay that i'm aging it's okay that my job is changing or that this thing is is going on that's difficult right now because it nothing lasts forever agreed right? there's you, a piece of me that will yeah but, but everything here can change and that's okay yeah, and that's something too that's also um, made things for me. So I'm one of those people. I'm a super taster. So um, if I had to like taste anything that was kind of gross, or even if it was you're good like a for pregnant me, woman, you're yeah. Around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was I, I would not put myself through it. I'd be like, even if I knew it was something I really needed to do for myself, for my health, for whatever reason, I wouldn't do it. And and actually having started doing plant medicine and understanding everything's temporary at nothing's going to last forever. That actually started making me like, okay, I horse down, you know, stuff that I need to take supplements and what have you that I need to take that are good for me that I may not necessarily like the taste of or what have you. And, um, but that's it. It's like, we're, nothing's going to last forever. And so why do you get, I, I, you get your head caught up in that whole thing of, oh, well, this is miserable or whatever. And I realized, and this actually was not this last ceremony, but my very, um, the second to last one, I, um, (laughs) I'm in, you know, the washing machine when it's just a lot, there's a lot of information (laughs) coming at you. And, um, and we call it Tibetan circus porn when it's just this weird kind of strange, like things. And, and a lot of, um, it, it almost, it would feel very almost, um, degenerate and demented to me whenever I would see it. And I would get this overwhelming sadness and just like pain and like, why, uh, really, do I have to go through this again? Do I really have to see and then finally, this that second to last time, she said, you're the one that places the title on this. You're the one that places the tag on it, whether it's good or it's bad. You're, you're the one that's doing that. You're making the choice that it's either negative or it's positive. So why are you, why can't it just be? Why can't it just be something that you just, you try to enjoy or you try to have some gratitude for because you're going to learn something one way or the other. So why not let it be? Why not? Why just let it? Why not just let it be? Why do you have to put any kind of tag on it? So then the next night when it started, I thought, okay, I'm just going to lay here and kind of enjoy it. And I did. I just like really, and it was beautiful. It was this amazing experience. And it was, and it was some of the same things I had seen before, some of the same visions I had seen before that, you know, kind of circus stuff that's coming at you. and, And when it's spinning and lots of colors and, you know, weird clowns and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and I'm seeing all this and I'm like, oh, okay, this could, this is kind of fun. It's, it's all right. You know, it's, it was not like this. I didn't place the tag on it. And that's what I think we do in life. So many times is we place a tag on something. Oh, this is negative. Oh, this is positive. Oh, that's negative. Oh, that's bad. That's not good. And, and we do that. We place these labels on everything we have to tag everything and it's like why do we do that why can't we just be and let it be and be okay with whatever it is and be grateful for whatever message it's gotten and it may not be anything that's gonna you know light your pants on fire but at the end of the day every experience should ultimately mean something to you in the fact that you're human and wow you got to experience this and that that part's just cool and so, yeah, I am so grateful for the opportunity to even all some of the bad stuff that I've had to see or be, you know, witness in some of my visions. It's been really 
a lot of growth out of that. Yeah. It's interesting when you, when you talk about that, it's like this, this idea and so much in, in, you know, Carl Jung and great psychologists would talk about that. Like what we, what we place, these labels we place on things, th- those then become the lens through which we see the world. Mm-hmm. Right. But we're the one that fucking puts the lens in front of our eyes mm-hmm. when we see that. And most people have no idea we create our own reality through mm-hmm. that, right? Through that lens, it's through, it's how we view the world that becomes our experience. I, I yeah, and, it, and and you know, that's the other part of it too is that I um, <laughs> one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned, and it was the actually the first time that I actually got Mariato, because um, my first ceremony I didn't really get anything. I felt vibration, but I didn't get any visions or anything. But my my second one was the very first thing you're not in control. Mm-hmm. You control nothing. <laughs> you think you're in control. And it was the craziest thing is to have, a, it was kind of a release. Like, oh shit, I'm not in control. It was like, I finally understood the only thing that I can control is how I either respond or I react to something. And response is mindful and reaction is gut and and knee jerk and not no thought behind it and usually turns into some kind of chaos or or some kind of negative and it was like i when i recognized that it was like oh my god this is so awesome that i'm don't have to be in control i don't need to be and then um one of the last ceremonies i a few um few months ago maybe yeah it was in october i got that I don't want to be in control. I what I want is influence, not control. And influence comes from a place of respect and garnering respect and where people want to follow you, not you're not demanding something or saying it's going to be this way or it's going to be that way or what have you. And I just realized damn, that's a completely different way and it's part of that working into my feminine too is operating from that feminine I can garner respect and not have to be in control and and just be able to influence the things that I want to influence and say, okay, well, this is my vision for what we want, what I want to do here at PaleoFX or whatever I'm doing and and take the ideas in and then help get them going in that direction, but not go, oh, well, it's going to be this way or, you know. Yeah, it might look different yeah. than the idea, right? Yeah, but, but it's 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 the action steps necessary to make yeah. that come to fruition, and then in that having the flexibility to let new things come in that you might not have seen or had an idea about. I like that idea of influence too on others because ultimately, as you become a thought leader or somebody who has a message to share, it's not the message for everybody. There's right. no one fucking message that goes to all people right. and is well received, right? Yeah. And so to be okay with that, to be okay with those who wish to hear will hear. You know, and it's beautiful to see how Paleo FX has grown from that. You know, you have a lot of like-minded individuals that are, you know, a lot in in many ways um working on the same things through different avenues. Ultimately our health and and what we how we get the most out of life. And that's that's a big obviously, you know, hear it on it we wish to live each day mm-hmm. a little bit better than we lived the past, mm-hmm. you know, and just continue to make little improvements over time. Cause those add up. But that idea that, that we can influence others in a way that is better received. And those who are willing to listen, will hear the message and gravitate towards that. And those that aren't, that aren't ready for it, that's okay too. Right. You know, everyone walks their own path and there's plenty of people out there who'd rather get shit faced every weekend and eat like crap. And that's the reward. And mm-hmm. the reward holds them in their own s- sickness and, mm-hmm. and unhealth. And um, that's okay too. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that get into this space got into it out of necessity. You know, mm-hmm. you listen to Rob Wolf, who was a raw vegan in college mm-hmm. to try to pick up the, <laughs> the yeah. vegan chicks. It's such a hilarious story, you know, but, but you know, totally ultimately is. seeing that as like, Oh, I'm not healthy. Right. I'm, I'm way, way, way not healthy anymore. Oh, yeah. You know, and then that drive, like what is the spark that creates the fire and the passion to learn and to really dive into these things and then to share our experiences and our stories with others who are willing to listen. Agreed. And, you know, this is something that I said a few years ago at Pillow FX. We were actually talking about the, you know, podcasts and 
that we were challenging people to do a podcast. And so many people were like, well, there's just, there's so many podcasts out there already. There's so I'm like, but not everybody like Rob, as much as I love Rob, Rob doesn't speak to everybody and not everybody resonates with Rob. Same thing with Mark, with Nora, with Sarah, with Chris Cresser. And I mean, the thing is, is that you have a voice that's going to resonate with somebody and it's trying to get people to take that action on their own and just say, Hey, you can make change. You don't have to be Rob Wolf to make a change. You don't have to be Aubrey Marcus. You don't have to be Kyle Kingsbury. You don't have to be Nora or Chris or any of those people. Those people are taken. Be you and you're going to touch somebody's life. And even if it's one person, that's amazing. And, um, so it was interesting to see how many podcasts were out the following year. It was a lot. Um, because I totally resonate with that because, yeah, you do, not every voice speaks to you. There's yeah. not something that's going to happen. It's really, it's really funny you bring that up because I have a little story of when I was wandering through Paleo FX last year. I may have had a microdose of, of some plant medicine. <laughs> And, uh, and I was hanging out with the mind pump I don't think you crew. would be alone in that, but anyway. <laughs> and uh, the mind pump guys were walking around and obviously, you know, they, they do a million downloads a month. There are five episodes a week like Rogan. They're balling. And so everyone they'd meet at these stands, um, they'd be like, oh, you're the mind pump crew. And then, you know, instead of giving them a sample, they'd turn around and hand them like a box mm-hmm. and a business card. Like, do you guys accept sponsors on the podcast? We want to sponsor your show. And Sal, you know, being a great friend, he'd be like, hey, you know, me and my buddy, but Kyle Kingsbury, he's starting a podcast. And this was before on it, obviously. And uh, it was funny because if if people recognize me from fighting in the UFC, they'd be like, oh, shit, dude, I used to love watching you fight. What are you doing now? And it's like, oh, I'm starting a podcast. It's going to be on this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And it was very easy to talk to them. If not, if they didn't recognize me from fighting, then it was like, it was this weird pull where I've, I had... You know, like, oh, you're start. Oh, you you don't. How many episodes do you have? Oh, zero. You know, and it was like, fuck. I felt so small in mm-hmm. an instant, and and then you know, really diving into that, and I couldn't really put my finger on it. Like, why do I feel so fucking uncomfortable right now? And then after a while, I went. Um, I forget what you guys call it. It's like a it's like a barefoot meditation room. It's a little tent that you have set up where you can oh, just the go chill in. zone. The chill zone. Yeah, the chill zone is so dope. Yeah. So I go in there, and and Mike Bledsoe is just chilling in there. He's laid yeah. out, giant smile on his face. He's like, "Come here, brother." I give him a big hug, and I drop into meditation. I was like, "What's going on?" And I checked in, and it was like, "Oh, I've never felt comfortable selling myself to others. I've never felt comfortable explaining." This is what I do. This is what I know. Or these are the things I'm passionate about. And I was, you know, being put to the fire right there as a first test. Because if you're going to do this, ultimately, you have to talk about what you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was it was funny to see that dynamic there. And then, um, you know, fast forward to getting the job and on it. You know, doing obviously, I'm in in front of a camera way more often than I ever have before. Not just with the podcast, but mm-hmm. doing the life hack of the week through on it social media and and many other things. And so, you know, when I went to fill out the form to be a guest at Paleo FX as a, as a speaker, there was one question and it made me, it made me laugh hysterically. It was why, what qualifies you to be a panelist at Paleo FX? And I was like, mm, I got this. You know, but it was like a, such a beautiful turnaround, you know, to see that. And I think, I have to those. say, that's the one question I love to read the most. It's hilarious. I love it. I love that question. Uh, Rob's every single year, he d- says something new and hilarious and crazy, and we all get a big kick out of it. Um, <laughs> so I think one of uh, one of the times that he wrote was the, there's um, because Paleo Effects' standards are so low, <laughs> so, so I can speak. <laughs> that was one of his that we just died laughing. And then the other one was, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a girl. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> like, all right, you're in. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's this idea that you don't always have to know everything. You mm-hmm. don't always have to know how it's going to work out. But if you follow your gut, if you f- listen to your heart, and if you go towards the things that inspire you, they will work out. You don't have to figure out every fucking possible outcome in life. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is know like, oh, hey, I really want to do this thing and trust and have faith and belief that it will work out. And along the way, as you hit your speed bumps and roadblocks and you find different paths to take up the mountain, ultimately you still find your way to the top of the mountain. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I completely agree with that. 
we, what's interesting, um, just in in watching how Paleo FX has changed over the years and what we've been able to, um, who we've been able to get at, which by the way, we, I don't know if you knew this, but Dennis McKenna is going to be at Paleo FX. What? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah. When you mentioned Terrence a few minutes ago, I meant to tell you that, but it's just like these, these people that are just amazing people that you're like, so we, we listen to and we, um, we've been following for forever and, and it's so cool to watch how that's morphed and grown and who's come into the fold and who's, you know, just really killing it and, and making so many amazing changes in the world. And so, yeah, I just really, really, really like that we're in that space. And, and I, and I think it's because the people that are there are not afraid to go forward. And even when they have zero podcasts, when they have, you know, when you're just, you, you feel so strongly and so passionately about what you, what you do know and what you feel can help other people. And you put that message out there. Amazing. What happens. And yeah. It's all how pillow effects kind of starts. So, yeah. Beautiful. Well, yeah. I'm ex- extra excited yeah. for this year's Paleo effects for sure. Yeah. So yeah. So Paul check and Dennis McKenna will be on a panel together. Massive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. They're going to be on a panel together. I guess I'm on a, uh, John Durant hit me up who I'm a yeah. huge fan of. I got to meet at a dinner with Aubrey last year oh, yeah. at Paleo effects. Huge fan of his. And we're, I guess we're going to be on a panel together. Yeah. He was telling me. So I'm like, which I have no idea. All I did was I just got the email that said that I was approved for the for the speaking engagement. Yeah, I didn't see which panels I'm on. I guess Sarah Gustafson is on a panel as well that I'll be Mm -hmm. on. So, yeah, I'm I'm down for all of it. I have no (laughs) idea, and I'm sure with with the amount of speakers you have, you probably have no idea. Now, uh, you know, I generally can keep everything, but I'm this week has been a rough one. I'm a little (laughs) tired, so normally I can pull right where you where you're going to be and which, which um, panels you're going to be on. And I, right now I'm drawing a blank. And so I know you're on them, but I just don't know what anyway. Yeah, so I'm excited though. That yeah. Honestly, like I could be paired with anybody and there's, there's a very high likelihood. I'm going to know who I'm speaking with and what yeah. they're about. And, and oh, yeah. obviously have a lot to, a lot of good stuff to share and learn from. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, is what I love about Paleo effects too, is meeting the new people getting to have, make these really great connections and new friends and what have, that's pretty freaking cool um because you, what's great is there's kind of already a little vetting there when you're coming in is that they already are in your world they already are think what you do and how you live is norm is the norm and, and instead of you being a weirdo and you like what in the world you're you <laughs> you don't want you don't want sugar and soy and gluten in your food. What what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's kind of Wheat, cool. Wheat's been a staple since Jesus. Come on. I know. Anyway, <laughs> what's wrong with you, people? Anyway, I, I just um, yeah, I just love that aspect of Paleo FX and, and the getting to check out new people and meet new people. Yeah, yeah, many more coming. Yeah. So who you said you you'd mentioned that you guys are working on something new. You're birthing something new yeah. into the actually it's me it is it's just me um so it's uh i am going to be launching my own um website it'll be coaching um for women it's around mindset um entrepreneurship passion projects and um really just stepping into the feminine and working and operating from that authentic place and finding our power there. And so, yeah, I'm going to be launching that very soon. I have, um, you know, we have social media build up for it right now. Um, so we've been doing that so I can, um, zero gravity soul is my, all my, all my social media. So that's, that's what we're doing. Oh, that's amazing. I just had a podcast with Anahata. That's the lady I was Mm -hmm. telling you about that. I just visited out in Sedona and, um, we talked quite a bit about the native american medicine wheel and balance and then we just got to touch on for the last 15 minutes in that podcast it should come out right around the same time mm-hmm. uh shortly after yours or ours rather and um uh she talked a bit about the divine masculine and the divine feminine mm-hmm. and the aspects of the conscious and unconscious feminine the aspects of the conscious and unconscious masculine 
and how important it is that we embody the conscious versions of both of those because we all have those qualities. We all should have those qualities. Right. You know, it's not just for women to be nurturing. You know, like a, a good man should have some nurturing qualities, Great. and and not just for his children, but for his wife and for others, and, and to be compassionate. Right. Many of the teachings we read about in the old books come back through these teachings. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I think um, I think that's a podcast you should definitely check out. Because oh, Alan I definitely is an will. Amazing, amazing person. Yeah. Definitely. When you when you describe that to me about working with really helping women find themselves mm -hmm. and and in the beauty and the feminine, that's mm -hmm. the first person I think of. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I can't wait to listen to that. Then yeah, that's gonna be cool. Very cool. Well, where can people find you online? Where can they check you out? Uh, so zero gravity soul. Um, that's Instagram, Twitter. That's all of them on Instagram and Twitter. Though it is Z E R zero gravity soul. Um, because somebody had taken the other and wasn't using it, but they the wouldn't number. get rid of it. So I put the number in. So it's zero gravity soul with the number zero. And then on Facebook, it's just zero gravity soul. And uh, yeah, so I'm that's where I'm at. And Paleo FX is every year around the same time at mm -hmm. the end of April, correct? Yeah, we um, got ourselves moved back into April as of this year. We were in May last year, but we got ourselves back into April this year and we will be the same weekend next year, the last weekend of April again. So we're we're happy about that. We just think that it's um, much better for everybody as far as travel's concerned, but also the weather's better. And mm -hmm. I noticed um, it was yeah. piping hot. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just really out. difficult a lot of times in May because you have you know all kinds of graduations, Mother's Day, um, it's proms, the whole nine yards. Of course, there's still a chance of proms in in April, of course, but. Um, generally May is a pretty busy month for a lot of other things to go on. And so, um, and then of course you have Memorial day weekend. And unfortunately, when you take the entire Palmer event center, your options for dates goes down dramatically. So we got stuck with Memorial day weekend one year and a lot of people were not happy about it. And we were like, I'm sorry, we're not, we didn't do it intentionally. And the same thing we had it on Easter weekend one year, because the same thing happened. We only had that option. Um, and then, you know, we don't want to go out into the summer here because it's just blazing it hot. It's brutal. Yeah. And it's not it, it's not fun. It's not as fun for people to come to Austin and hang out. Um, and we want them to really be able to enjoy their time in Austin, too, because it's such a cool city. So, yeah. And, you know, come over here to on it and hang out here. <laughs> yeah get some workouts in that's get some right. food at the cafe that's right hit the cryo <laughs> yeah. hit the hot sauna with the infrared <laughs> yeah all the goodies yes well it's been excellent having you on and uh i definitely want to get keith on at some point yeah It'd be excellent and i'm really looking forward to paleo effects oh well we're looking forward to it too and i'm looking forward to hearing you talk awesome well, thank you thank you thank you guys for tuning in Michelle Norris is an excellent, excellent lady, uh, somebody that I definitely want to spend more time with out here in Austin. Make sure you come to PaleoFX if you can. I'm going to be speaking there along with a host of great influencers that I've learned from for over the years, and uh, it's going to be an excellent one. Thanks for tuning in. Please leave us a five-star review. I ask quite often for this. It takes 10 seconds of your time, and it really helps get the word out about this great podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys.